Hi. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to episode 33 of Res Hockey. I am Trev, and with me, as always, is Bush. What's up, Bush? I had to double check. Yeah, it is episode 33. <laughs> I know. I always. I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Check. How are you feeling after working 36 hours and three nights? Oh, really, really spaced out. Are you ready to go? <laughs> oh, I'm ready to go. All right. <laughs> I bet that that's all, though. No, we're not condoning anything or endorsing yeah. anything. Oh, I forgot to say happy L'Oreal Day for all our Métis brothers and sisters. Yes. So a very important day for all of mm-hmm. us. And happy Family Day for... A lot of provinces in Canada. I don't know which provinces celebrate Family Day. I know what we do in Ontario. Yeah, we do. I had the day off today, so happy Family Day. Yeah. So win-win for it's everyone. Win-win situation, yeah. So that's cool. I had a day off. So can't beat that. A long weekend. So our guest for episode 33 of Res Hockey his name right is eric roy eric <laughs> is a defenseman with the allen americans in the east coast hockey league he is from where is he from again where's eric from again saskatchewan but where in saskatchewan man well, good question boval saskatchewan yeah boval so eric is a dropping of the calgary flames fifth round back in 2013 had a good career with the brandon Wheat kings and he's been been playing pro for since 2015 he's having a great season with the allen americans so yeah ex- excited to have him on the show so mm. yeah let's go let's go because of the week because of the week for episode 33 Three? is mr brady ducks tater yeah, I hope I said your name right, Birdies. I apologize if I butchered it. <laughs> Bush and I are usually good to butcher at least one oh, last name per show. He's easily good. Birdie is from easily good. Yeah, easily. Easily good. from uh, the Oneida Nation. Did I say that Oneida or it's the Let's Oneida. go with that one. Oneida. <laughs> no. Oneida? We See, gotta, like I said, we, gotta, we butcher shit. We got to learn <laughs> some of these stuff, which is from Southern Ontario. So thanks, Brady, for being because of the week, bro. Keep uh, keep the love coming. You should see the picture that he was uh, that was sent to us. Well, you can't see, you can't see it. eh? No, because you're thing. I'll send it to you on text. OK, word wash. Where is it? Okay. Okay, I sent it to you. Did you get it? Oh, oh him, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. classic Ham and Egger hockey. Sunday afternoons, probably 3 p.m. hockey right there. Yep. Yep. That's he classic. Like in the zone. Oh, he's in the zone, all right. Oh, I'm going to be um, in that zone, I think, in Eveleth. Yeah, aren't we all? Definitely. Brody was nominated last chance. 
Brody was nominated by Tyler Huff. So, uh, Brady, when you did I say Brody or Brady? Is uh, you said Brody, I think it's Brady. I think you said Brody. Did I say, what, the, what the heck? I did say Brady. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was, now I'm double. Yeah, so Tyler, thanks for the recommendation for Cuz of the Week for Brady. Mm-hmm. So if you if anyone wants to be Cuz of the Week or you know of anyone that wants to be Cuz of the Week, shoot us a message, man, and we'll uh we'll uh make it happen. We'll make it yep. work, man. Shoutouts. Do you have any shoutouts for episode 33? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. Shout outs. I want I want to go to any and all people. With plows in their trucks and quads. <laughs> but most importantly, I want to give a shout out to Leonard Boucher and his family for ensuring that my reserve can get to and from the mainland with groceries and supplies and making sure people can go on the ice road for recreational and survival purposes. Leonard Boucher, thank you so much. Thank you, the Boucher family. And they're related to. Mr. Henry Boucher, who was the former National yep. Hockey Leaguer. They have a big family, eh? A lot of, yeah. a lot of good hockey players, too. Mm-hmm. Res Hockey would like to say a congrats to the Women's Hockey Team yes. Canada. Hockey team as they won gold over the U.S. Did you watch that game? I fell asleep. Did you really? I stayed up till one, man, to watch like the like the handling. I asked you if you wanted to come down. You didn't say. You didn't say anything. No. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry. He says. <laughs> I ended up watching it and staying up till one until they were like giving the medals out the, to the three teams, and I was correct on the who's going to win gold, silver, and the bronze. Oh, nice, nice. So, yeah, Team Canada had. Um, two players who are of Métis descent. Yeah, Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Rattray, Jocelyn LaRock, and Victoria Bach, who's from uh, Belleville area. She was on the taxi squad, but taxi squad players are just as as important as the players on the roster. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're uh, they call them black aces as well, so they're just as important from. Uh, being on the team so congratulations it was it was a good game i know it was what, what time did you uh fall asleep during warm-ups no 9 30 <laughs> <laughs> <It doesn't... laughs> the game started at nine like 9 30 holy jeez <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good game. But, um I think people have to pay more attention to that women's game now because it was more entertaining than the men's game, I think. Like the Team Canada men's they didn't do mm-hmm. well, they lost in the quarterfinals and it wasn't as exciting compared to the women's game. So, do you think now with Canada winning another goal that they'll start paying attention to the women's pro game? 
Probably not. As sad as it is, I don't I don't think they'll ever get the recognition that's due to them. Like it, it's it's a horrible, horrible statement to say, but you and I both know they're excellent and they're strong skaters. They're not they're not hockey like they're not good players for women. They're they're strong fucking skaters. They're they're good hockey players, they have good sense, they're intelligent, but if those fucking 65 and 70 year olds ever leave the game, then maybe the the women's hockey league will get a chance. Yeah. But as long as those assholes are in charge, no, they're, they won't get the video play. They won't get the endorsements. They won't get anything. They'll have to keep working their regular nine to five jobs and then go play hockey. That's which is really shitty because they're good hockey players. Like I, I love watching them skate. I love watching. It's really, really fun to watch. Because yeah, there's 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 like there's a good parity with Canada, US, and and a couple other countries with women's players. Uh, they, they, there's no standout Crosby or McDavid against uh, some average line show like they are in the NHL with the women. They're all at the same 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 skill level. They're all at the same stride, same same shot power. So you it's it's a good end. And it's a good shift for shift battle. It's really, really beautiful to watch. It's really fun. It's really good fundamentally skating. It's awesome to watch. I'd recommend every everybody watch one of those games if you want to watch really, really good hockey. That's I have my a, rant. I have a question for you. <laughs> you, I have an answer well, for the gold medal game. When you lose the gold medal, do you win a silver medal? <laughs> oh. If you're talking about, uh, you know what? That's uh, really, really thin ice. Um, you, you're better than the bronze medal championship because you, you're not placed in the top four. You're placed in the top two. However, you want the gold, and that's all or none. And when you don't win the gold, you get awarded a silver. But really, there is no, absolutely no shame in and 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 placing second in the world at that level there really isn't it's a mad you have to check your pride and your ego at the door yeah. what you just what you just accomplished you beat every other country in the world and only one country beat you that's it that all there is to it brett hall and the 19 and then 2002 um olympics said why am i sad for losing to the u.s we we lost to the best country in the whole world at this level, there is no shame in it. And I think athletes have to swallow that pill when they realize that, you know what? It's it's good to be awarded a silver medal because they beat everybody else. Only they have they can go to sleep at night saying only one country beat them and that's it. So that's my two cents. Okay, what would you do? Would you lose the gold medal game and get a silver, or would you win the bronze medal game and finish the tournament? On a winning note. Well, you've already beat. You know what I mean? Like, do you want to finish the tournament on a winning note and win a silk and a a bronze? I mean, or do you want to finish the tournament on a losing note to get that silver? Um, Holy shit. This is some Dr. Phil shit. This is some. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is like really, really good questions. Like that's, that's, that's not a personal question. I think some people it goes to any tournament. Would you would you rather win the B side in the baseball tournament or lose in the A side final? Yeah, exactly. But right? Would you, what would you pick? You know what? 
I would, I would, I would accept losing in the A side final, knowing the fact that you know what, only one team beat me, only one team beat us. Yeah, but again, the win that it's bronze medal, you lose in the semis anyway, so you lose there, then you finish the tournament winning. Right? Yeah. That's. Let us know what you guys think. Would you rather? Yeah, please. Comment on our page. Comment on my page. Comment on Trevor's page. Like, what would you What would you rather do? Would you rather lose in the A side final, or would you win? Or would you rather win the B side, which is the bronze medal? That's an interesting question. That's I think it it's it'll come to. Uh, I think it's a personal view, but it is. That's a tough one because, like, well, for me, you don't win a silver medal because you lost the gold, right? So that's that's a that's a that's a good view. That's I mean, a good way to look at it. Yeah. And sometimes, like, growing up when I would coach the, my kids, they were, some parents would go, oh, we, want a, we won a silver medal. I was like, we didn't win a silver medal. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to grow up teaching kids that, okay, you, you guys lost, but your guys are, you guys won a silver medal, yeah. right? Like, like <laughs> don't butter it up, guys. Just, it's, it's good to win and get recognition, mm. but at, to a point, right? You don't want to keep yeah. telling your kids everyone's a winner all the time when unfortunately there's have to be a loser and, and a team sport. Right. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'd rather finish my tournament off strong. If I win the bronze, I'd be super happy because we're winning. Mm-hmm. We're finishing the tournament with a big dub and I'd rather finish the tournament with a win than a loss. So there's my 10 cents right there. It's yeah. more than Bush's two cents. Oh my god! <laughs> you don't have pennies no more, Bush. Oh, uh, so no penny for thoughts, eh? But yeah, pentic for thoughts. <laughs> you said pentac for thoughts. Yeah, penny for thoughts. Yeah, oh, get it? Okay. I see, I see what right. you did. Yeah, yeah. Penny, we love you, brother. Yes, we do. Another uh, kind of touchy subject that. We want to talk about here we go here we go here we go racism and junior hockey. Uh, Unfortunately, hockey. That's what I said. Did I say racism? You 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 just uh, well you said racism in junior hockey. I said how about racism and hockey in general? Yeah, it happens. There was an uh, an incident between the Dolphin Kings and the Wayway Wolverines where at the end of the game a of a player off Dolphin Kings. Did a bow and arrow shot towards a First Nation player, and yeah, it's getting it was, a lot of rap online. It's right, it was directed to the team. Yeah, so what do you think of that? And that player on Dolphin has been suspended, and we'll see how that goes. Like, what will the Manitoba Junior League do as a suspension? Should he be suspended? What five games, ten games? What do you think? Well, I think uh on a personal note, I think there's a concept called restorative justice. And I think that should be instilled. Um, they'll say uh, five games, ten games, and someone will hand him a pre-typed out sheet. He'll read it and he'll sound sincere, but real, in the reality, he won't believe a fucking word that's said. What I think someone should do is he should spend some time living on a reserve talking to elders, talking to what's going on, talking to what they experience, and just living the life of a res Indian 
and see how real actual hard it, it is. Not with a guy like 15 year old, but I think he should live with a with an elder and listen to his stories and see what just listen to what's been what that elder's been through and what it means when he when that elder watches some punk does that racist gesture. Like it's awful. Yeah. That's what I think there's happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Off the ice, that's totally that was, I think learning the First Nation tradition, the heritage, mm. the history will totally hopefully change the, what they think of First Nation Metis Indian yeah. people, right? But yeah, like if he was going to play, say if I was on that Weiwei team and that kid did that to me, I'd probably go fight him like during warm-up. Just, yeah. just to sh- tell him you can't fucking get away with that. Something's going to you're gonna have to pay for what you for what you did. Like I'm not uh, encouraging fighting, but it, it was it's something that how I would totally handle this situation of if, if I was playing. Like right right when that puck would drop, I'd probably skate right to him and cross check him in the face, then probably fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, right? You can't let someone get away yeah. with that. So should should be interesting what the league does as in suspension or will the team release him? No. Like it's it's unfortunate that, that they're still doing it's 2022 and we're still fucking yeah. seeing this shit, right? So it's it should be interesting how they handle it. But I'm I know like as a former player that if someone did that to one of my teammates or to me, I that mm-hmm. the next game that kid is gonna be eating my stick. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> after doing all the teachings and learning of the history, you're going to be eating my stick kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it is, it's crazy. Like it has to end. It, hopefully it will one day, but a lot of racism and a lot of things that are taught it's from the parents. Yeah. So I think, and I think if the younger generation, they can break that trend, break that cycle. So it's just use your head. I know it's like in hockey, it's your momentum's high, your energy's high. And mm-hmm. sometimes you're not thinking straight. And sometimes you do it crazy things. And finally, when your adrenaline's down, you're just like, oh my God, did I just do this? So <clears throat> hockey's a tense game. And Hopefully, he's uh, he says sorry and recognizes what he did yeah. was wrong. So, but I'll still have to fight you and kick the shit out of you. <laughs> you're still gonna pay. Yeah, you're still gonna pay for it, and you'll never ever do that again once you're done the, this game against us. So, it's just the way I was brought up mm-hmm. and the way I played the game. And I know it juniors totally different now, but. Just imagine if it was back in the 80s and 90s where that kid did that. Yeah. Fucking totally different story. Woof, I think we got a smudge after this one. <laughs> oh, we're smudging, all right. All right, guys, let's uh, head over to our interview with Mr. Eric. Yeah. Roy. Roy. I almost said what again? Roy. Where? where is he from? Boval. <laughs> yeah. But currently living in Allen. Yeah. Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. 
Hey, Raz Hockey. We are joined today by um, Eric. I was going to say why. <laughs> Eric Roy, he's from Beauval, Saskatchewan, but currently playing for the Allen Americans in the East Coast League. So uh, welcome to the show. No, it's good to be on. It's good to talk to you guys. Uh, you're currently playing for the Allen Americans in Allen, Texas of the East Coast League. How's your season going? Uh, it's going good. You know, we're, we're battling right now. Uh, you know, we started off slow, but I feel like the last couple of games, even uh, we've been playing better and uh, we're fighting for a playoff spot. It's, you know, the playoff push has begun. It's the last month and a half of the season left. And we're right there. We just got to keep doing what we're doing and just hopefully keep winning hockey games. Okay, so your road trips, um, what are they like? Are the bus rides super long? Are they just regular long? Like, are they like, oh my God, I don't want to get on a bus. What's <laughs> regular or long? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> the longest I ever been on, I used to go my first couple of years here, we used to go maybe 27 hours. Holy but God. now, it, But now it's, now it's changed to where like we only travel five hours now, which isn't terrible. See, that's not, regular long. Uh, yeah, the bus <laughs> the bus isn't the greatest. The back still hurts after the bus trips, but it's uh it's what we do and something we, we like to do here. Do you guys have like the type of bus where there's beds in the back, or is it just all seats like the slap we shot kinda, style? Uh we kind of have uh <laughs> seats that fold into beds. Okay. But like I said, they're not the most comfortable thing. Like after a hockey game, you lay there for five hours. Your back is probably pretty much fried. <laughs> but <clears throat> we get through it, and it's something we have to do, and we live with it. You guys don't fly fly to any uh, city? <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the longer trips we do, like, say, for Idaho or Utah, we fly we fly there every time because it's way too far. Is, it's just uh... more convenient to fly there. How about when you guys used to play against Alaska? Did you guys used to fly? Well, obviously, you guys would fly. Well, obviously, right? you have to fly. Think, yeah. think about that. <laughs> I, I don't know what made me think that. Like, drive, that'd be like a three-day drive one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fly most places now. Like, my first couple of years in the league, we used to bus here because it had different owners. But the owner now, he's pretty good. He flies us everywhere pretty much. What is your pregame routine? Um, do you have any superstitions? Uh, are you do you do the same routine every game, game in, game out? Uh, basically, just do the same thing. Uh, usually, I just have a cup of coffee and then stretch, and then just usually just get ready for the game and just take my stick. I don't really. I'm, I try not to be too superstitious because then it gets in your head. But you know, <laughs> you do try to do the same things. But I just. Basically, just have a cup of coffee. Basically, it's the most important thing, and you're ready to go. Uh, Warrior is a sponsor of the ECHL. How do you like uh, Warrior as uh, like the official brand of your, your the league and your team? Uh, it's good. I, I had to make the switch. I went from CCM to Warrior. At first, it was a little different, but as uh, the months went on here, I definitely got used to it, and I enjoy it. You know, I get one of the warrior pros or something like that so it's really it's really nice to have and it, i really enjoy it i don't mind it at all what kind of stick do you use like the flex and the curve i use a 95 sack kick so i've been using the same stick 
Oh, uh, that's an old school, eh? Sakik? Yeah, mm-hmm. Sakik. I just do the same thing, basic Sakik. Okay, so you played junior in Brandon for the weekends. Can you let us know how that experience was? Uh, it was it was fun. You know, I was blessed to not get traded when I was in junior, and I went to a really special place in Brandon. You know, they had a great, great organization, and the town was great. You know, it's in a way I say it's 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 just awesome. You know, I had a great billet family. I still keep in touch with them. I uh, would like to go visit them and just been getting too busy here. But, you know, and uh, another person I met there was like I met a lot of good people like Ferlin. Ferlin was there. He was when I played, it was really, really sick. And my last year, junior, uh, we went for the title, but unfortunately we lost. But I had fun. I, it's a lot of great memories and I always have a place in my heart in Brandon for sure. You played in the top prospects game, uh, which consists of like the top 40 prospects in the CHL. How, how special, how cool was that experience? It was really cool. You know, I was sitting next to Darnell Nurse. I always remember that. And then McKinnon was sitting there too. So it was, it was definitely pretty cool. You know, (laughs) unfortunately, like we lost three, nothing, but it was pretty (laughs) sick to be playing with those guys, you know, in Halifax and one of the, in that sold out arena was really fun. And, to have your mom, mom there with you, it was uh, it was definitely really special. I remember her telling me that she was in tears when I was on the ice there. So I always remember that, and uh, it was special. You know, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, you said Nim McKinnon. What was he like playing like, like in the same game or uh, whatever? Like, is he as sick as he is in the NHL? Like thinking back in junior days, like is he just like phenomenal to watch or what? Yeah, he was just the stuff he did like with his edges and all that other yeah. stuff. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was cool. It was crazy to watch and, uh, definitely some special. And he carried it on to the NHL, was, which is really cool. That hit that Taylor Hall did on McKinnon a couple of weeks ago or last month. Do you think that was a clean hit? Uh, I don't It's blindside. The game's way too fast to decide that. No, I don't know. It's just a unfortunate thing. Broke yeah. Nose, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I just mentioned it because Boston and, uh, Colorado played tonight, so it's kind of wonder if it's going to be kind of like a payback thing for <laughs> Hall, right? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you were drafted by Calgary in the fifth round in 2013. How how was that experience? Oh, it was nice. You know, we went there. We went to New York. Uh, we were it was me and my family went there for four days, I believe, and then I got drafted in New Jersey. It was definitely really special to have my uh, my family there. And I always remember that moment, you know, how crazy it was. And I remember all the support I got from, from Northern Saskatchewan or anywhere, like anyone, anyone in the hockey family. It was uh, it was definitely really special. And I always remember it. You have a you have a favorite rink offhand you can think of that. Uh, you know what? I want to go back and play in this rink one more time. Or if I could play a championship, where would it be? Like junior or like pro or anywhere? Either or. Uh, both leagues. Whatever. Or, yeah. If I had a rink to skate out right now, it'd be Boval Arena. That would be my favorite because it uh, burnt, unfortunately burnt down 2011. But in a pro rink, I would like to go play in Saskatoon. That was always one of my favorite places to play in junior. And then here in Texas is nice to play at our home barn. I have to choose a favorite one here too. How big is the rink that you play out of in Allen? Uh, it's a decent size. It's a it seats about maybe fifty two hundred people, which is which is awesome. You know, on a Saturday night, it's packed and it's a lot of fun. 
Uh, on social media, you posted a picture of you standing outside uh, the football stadium and where the Dallas Cowboys play. Are you a football fan? Oh, yeah, I definitely am. You know, I, ever since <clears throat> I first moved down here when I was 21, uh, pretty much if you're from Texas, you pretty much have to cheer for the Cowboys. You know, they're, uh, they're real big here. Like, it's it's it was definitely really awesome to go to that game, you know, especially not being home for Christmas. You know, I was really, really sad about that. And then it was bo uh, Boxing Day. We went to the game and it was a lot of fun. You know, it was a blowout. To see to see that stadium is just it's just unbelievable. Like it's just crazy how big it is and how how, how much fun people have, and it's just it's just awesome. Did you uh, go tailgating? <laughs> yeah, we actually went to a place called Texas Live, which is has live music and games and all that all that stuff. And then you can literally just walk just walk to the to the stadium from that place, which is which is really cool. Who did they play that that game you went to? They played the 49ers. And they got... Or yeah. No, no, no. The football team. Washington. Washington oh, football oh, team. Oh, yeah. The I think they're called the Commanders the, now. Yeah. Commanders, yeah. 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 That's a kind of weird name. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, ever attend uh, high school football? Because I hear like high school football is like huge down there For in me. Texas. Yeah, 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 it is. Actually, this Allen Eagles team, they had Kyler Murray here from the Cardinals. Okay. He was here for a couple of years, but they have one of the best programs here in Allen. They're called the Allen Eagles. They have a stadium that's bigger than most stadiums in Canada. It's crazy. <laughs> it's for high school football. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Um, so you played in the Freddy for a few years. Uh, are you going to make the truck this coming May or we're anxious to, uh, yeah. to watch it? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, that's going to be, it's going to definitely going to be fun again this year. You know, I played in it last year with Cross Lake and uh, fortunately we lost, but you know, it's definitely one of the, one of the biggest tournaments of the year. That's for sure. I know tourney season starting up back home and uh, you know, everyone's looking forward to it and you know, everyone should play hard and play safe and maybe we'll be all in, all in Freddie. Maybe you never know, you know, it all depends on how we do here in playoffs and how the season ends up here. Are you starting to get uh, a lot of messages just uh, to see if you're available? <laughs> I get a, I've gotten maybe a few, but uh, I'm not really, like I said, not trying to think about it too yeah. much. I'm just really focused on our team right now. So, um, how oh, I've totally forgot. I got to edit that part. <laughs> <laughs> I just got tongue tied. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good. What advice would you give young players, um, young junior kids, kids who are playing midget or I think U18 now or that just want to make that next step in their hockey career? Uh, the advice I would give them is just, you know, just focus on yourself. You know, there's a lot of a lot of criticism that comes with media and all that other stuff, but just work on your game individually and just focus on yourself. Like just go to the gym or whatever it is, you know, go skate, you know, do whatever you got to do to get yourself ready for, uh, you know, the next day. So basically the only advice I can give to someone, you know, just work hard every day. And the most important thing is to just have fun, you know, and it's the most, most important thing that my mom tells me every day is just to have fun. And that's what I try to do every day. What's uh, a day in the life of a, a pro player, pro hockey player living in Texas where it's, still where you're walking around with shirt and sandals compared to <laughs> parkas yeah. up here in Canada. 
We're not bitter uh, at all, no. Yeah, we're not <laughs> jealous. <laughs> no, it's uh, a day in me. I just get up, uh, have coffee, go to the rink. And then we usually just whatever you need treatment and then practice and then usually come home. You usually get a salad or something and then you just go to the gym for about an hour and then you just come home and just rest and just usually watch the Oilers. That's one of my favorite teams. So Jeez. usually watching them. Watch <laughs> <laughs> well, an Oilers teams. fan yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely my team. They got blown out last night, unfortunately, but ah. we'll bounce back. Yeah, we will. With yeah. the Oilers, what do you think – if they uh, why if why they, you if they lose this year, what do you think of how they're handling McDavid and Drysaddle's career? I mean, they're the one-two in the league, right? They're two of the best players in the league. Are they wasting their career, like after losing season? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they really wasting their career, but uh, it'd be nice if they can get some help. You know, like obviously, coaching change would probably help them, which is. Obviously good because they're five and one, but you know I don't know. I've just gotta just focus on the game, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to explain. <laughs> if you were the GM know. for one day of the Oilers and you can do anything you could do you want with the Oilers, what would you do? <laughs> I would go get Ben Schrott. Yeah, that's what I would get. Ben Schrott from Montreal, defenseman, left-handed. They need a left-handed defenseman. You wouldn't get a goalie and goalie too. Maybe Flurry. <laughs> Yeah, Flurry would be sure. good. Flurry, Flurry would yeah. be good for them. Yeah. Who would you get rid of? Would you get rid of Smith or the uh, what's his name? Bush, the Koskinen or Koskinen. Skinner, and or Skinner. Uh, Koskinen. Yeah, I think I'd go Koskinen. I'd yeah. have to go Koskinen. What about uh, you guys? I'm not an Oilers fan, as you can see in my background. <laughs> <laughs> I bleed blue and white, man. <laughs> Yeah, but they're down. They're losing to Montreal to nothing right yeah, now, though. Yeah, I was just watching that game too. With my roommate here. You guys have the it's NHL cool. Network down there? Uh yeah, we do. But we just pay for cable. That's stuff that we do. Me and my roommate just share a cable bill. It's basic cable. What about Netflix? Do you have Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Is it what's better, American Netflix or Canadian Netflix? Um, I think they're the same now. I haven't noticed yeah. the difference. I haven't oh. noticed a difference. American Netflix is okay. Yeah, usually I like going down to the States and I'll log on Netflix right away to see the type of different movies they have. <laughs> I, I always thought it was way different. And yeah. uh, another question. You're li- living in Texas. Do you uh, eat a lot of Texas barbecue? Oh, yeah. There's some really good, good spots here. We had barbecue after the game Saturday. Some fans uh, cooked us some homemade barbecue for us really good like really good it's really good you have to come i mean you have to eat barbecue when you come to texas like you just have to it's a must <laughs> what like uh like ribs or briskets what's your yeah favorite? brisket brisket all day briskets are my favorite roast beef like it's, it's unbelievable it's hard to explain <laughs> it's really good you have to try it if you're ever in texas boys you have to try a barbecue nice Bush is a is, is a chef, so he's kind of a, <laughs> a pizza guy. I'm a pizza he, guy. Uh, when he makes yeah. this dough, he makes it for like 24 hours. 48. So yeah. right on. <laughs> What's on your playlist? What kind of tunes do you like to listen to before before a game to pump you up? I'm just kind of a classic rock guy. 
that's kind oh, of just me right on yeah, good I'm, yeah i'm always classic rock i've always always loved classic rock you know whatever i'm at the lake it's always classic rock my go-to some uh we, some cco before a big game would probably be good <laughs> is that too is classic it, <laughs> <laughs> even i don't listen to that classic sure yeah too classic a little too slow too, too slow. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Trevor and I went to a tournament in Blaine in uh, in October, and the guy that brought the music out was a bunch of like it wasn't just dance music; it was just hardcore techno. It was like, and yeah, like me and Trevor, tricky. like like we looked at each other, we we and we simultaneously like we both put on our earbuds and put it on our own music because like I can't listen to techno before putting on my skates. Like, come on! <laughs> yeah, it's a little too much. Some some songs are a little too much in our locker room too. Same thing. Okay, before we let you go, we uh, we'll ask you five rapid NIST questions. It's uh, just five funny questions we uh, ask the guests. It's <laughs> it's on the lighter side, the comical side of the interview. Yeah. Okay. Number one, baked or fried bannock. Fried bannock. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? I <laughs> uh, use it for a window. Account? Yeah, for a curtain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, I don't know about door. Yeah, I've seen it before though. I've seen it. <laughs> Number three, ever see Ernest Mudias live in concerts? Yes, many times. Really? <laughs> yeah, a couple times. <laughs> I think that question is kind of 50 50 with the guys yeah. that we ask. <laughs> yeah. Number four, Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? Both. Oh, that's like a good one. Actually, oh, yeah. you're the first yeah. guy that said both. <laughs> both, both. Okay. Fifth and last question. Can you jig? Yeah. I used to be able to, but not anymore. <laughs> no? Back, back in grade three, I used to be able to. I remember I used to be in jigging, jigging class, but not anymore. You should try again and see how that goes. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, guys. Thanks. Well, Eric, cool. uh, thanks, thanks for coming Eric. on the show. We wish you and the Americans all the best as you, mm -hmm. as you guys push for the playoffs. And uh, we'll love to have you on again. And uh, do you want to tell them about your offseason? What's that? Maybe we'll see you at Freddy, boys. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to be down at Freddy. We're going to do some interviews and some live shows for our podcast. So we'll uh, right, hopefully cool, we'll see you I'll down be, there. And maybe, we'll yeah, maybe we'll be around. Yeah, we'll see. We'll never know. All depends on the season. Yeah, like, like we said, years. best of luck and good luck in that yeah. playoff push, eh? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate right. it. All right, take care. Have a good night. All right, Bye. see ya. <laughs> Already? What's up? That was a good Hi. interview with Eric. It was, yes. Roy. He's doing really good. His, his stats are uh, really... Uh, really well, he's doing good in Allen. That's awesome. Good to see. Hopefully, they uh make a good push for the playoffs and make that playoffs because you never know what happens in a playoffs, right? No, you don't. 24 you points in 32 games as a defenseman, seven goals, 17 assists. So it's uh, it good stats, man. Good stats like your uh, old timer stats. Yeah, exactly. 6'3", 210, same size as you. Easily. <laughs> He's like a same comparison to Bush. Same stats, too, <laughs> on the blue line in old-timers league. 
Well, that's awesome. We love having inviting guests on our show, like like Eric to share his experience that he, where he played junior, he's playing the pro game and just to get to know them a little better. And I think that's one of the main reasons why we do this podcast, just to, uh, introduce you to a lot of these, these players and, and it's fun interviewing them. It's, it's fun for us to get to know these guys as well. So yeah, it is interviewing these guys. Okay. Uh, res hockey. Top five this week we are doing. We should have did, did this in November, but it's we'll do it now. Bush is making this face on <laughs> on camera on on video. Fuck! I thought you were trimming your beard, man. How come you're not? I trimming. I it? did. You barely looked like you didn't touch it. What do you mean? How oh, it's you groomed. Not, how come you're not wearing your? Uh, your rock Under Armour shirt that you always wear. You're wearing your town shirt. What does it say, Minnesota? I wear my, my going to town shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got court in the morning or something? <laughs> okay, our res hockey top five niche stashes. I want to um, hear this. Guys that played pro and just rock the dirty stash. Oh, yeah. Top five niche stashes. Because everyone likes a good a good stash. Good you should stash. shave your beard and just uh, grow a mustache. Just leave your mustache. Not a goatee. Just a mustache, man. <laughs> Do it. I'll try it. <laughs> Next hockey tournament, when we share a room, and you get <laughs> when we share <laughs> when you get too juiced again. I'm gonna freaking shave your beard, man. Would you get mad at me if I shaved your beard? Would you get mad if I shaved your Probably. beard? Probably. I get fucking angry at you, yeah. <laughs> what if I just shave your your uh your handlebars and your mustache and you just have a Amish beard? Well, that would I would uh I would own it. <laughs> I want to bring uh, shavers just uh, like uh, of course you will, or just shave one side of your face while you're sleeping. <laughs> oh shit! Would you get mad? What's wrong with you? You're bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew you would probably just leave me at the hotel and just leave me in the states and come back to Kenora. Just that, yeah. That damn asshole shave half my beard. <laughs> Or would you get mad or only be mad for a while? Oh, I'd be mad. Yeah? Yeah. I would do a before and after picture, at least. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top five All niche right. stashes. Number five, Kerry Price. Kerry Price had a nice Ooh, little stash. He's got, a good, he's got a good stash going. When he had it going on. I don't know if it has a playoff stash or just, just to be cool, but he ended up... He had like the, the two part stash where the and he had the, the gap in the middle there. Yeah. So that was a pretty uh nice 70 stash. Carry price. I didn't know he could grow a stash. He should keep it. Yeah, he should. And we wish him a speedy recovery and hope he well they're beating the least five zip right now. So take your time coming back there, Carrie. Who would have <laughs> thought Montreal would be kicking Toronto's ass five zip? Yeah. So who would have thought? Who would have thought? 
five nothing. Wow. Okay. Number four, this uh, Ron Delorme. He played for Vancouver. I think he played for Kansas City's coach too in the seventies. Mm. He had a pretty good stash going on. You you know how those seventy and eighty players are. They <laughs> grew a pretty thick stash, almost like yours. So almost, almost. So Ron is now the head scout for the Vancouver Canucks. He's been the head scouting guy there for like twenty years. I asked him to be on the show, so hopefully mm. he uh, responds and is like, "Yeah, we'll come on the show." Mm-hmm. Number three for top five niche dashes is former guest of the show, Rich Pilon. Oh yeah, Rich rocked the stash in the early '90s when he played for the Islanders. We asked him if he's gonna ever bring it back, and he just laughed. So I guess that's that was a no. <laughs> yeah, Rich rocked the stash, and he rocked the hair back in the early '90s. Oh, yeah. When he played for an Islanders, he had a pretty good stash. So that's our number three. Number two is uh, Mr. Brian Trotty. Trots. Oh, yeah. He had a stash back in the Islander days, Pittsburgh days. I think he still has a mustache. So he's uh, one of the top 100 players in the NHL history. So I think it's. 50% has to do with his mustache. It's got to be. It has to be. And the number one niche player with the stash back in their playing day is Henry Boucher. Oh, yeah. Oh, this guy rocked the hair with the 70s mustache and wearing a headband while playing in the 70s. Not too many guys could pull it off, but Henry pulled it off. That's like a total... A legend right there, especially with the headband and mm-hmm. your flow just skating on the rink. What are you looking at? Everything. I'm trying to Google the pictures that you're sending me or that you're saying, but oh, I'm going too fast. On Honorable mention, he didn't have a mustache when he played for the Flyers or when he played in the NHL, but Reggie Leach has a pretty good stash right now. Mm. So, yeah. I'll uh I'll post a picture on my Facebook on my Facebook our Facebook <laughs> our group page of when yeah. I grew a mustache one time maybe like three years ago the kids on my hockey team made me grow a mustache from November it was pretty mm-hmm. it was pretty weak but I I can't see myself having facial hair which, no mm-mm. maybe just uh I don't know I can't grow a beard man I can't. <laughs> Indian are you gets the girl beard a special one I know I just typical Indian just freaking patches on my face So, <laughs> yeah. um, the Oilers are in Winnipeg the other and I'm surprised you didn't go to that game no I was working were you tempted oh I was tempted all right but I was yeah. working I, I I had a better chance to get tickets like I had tickets like pretty much in hand, but I couldn't get time off work. So I was, I would like to have gone. Did they win the that game? One, uh, four, three, four, three. Yeah. I was tempted five. to go too, but. Four, just, three, five, three. I can't remember. 
It's just sometimes it's starting to get harder now. Like going, if you're going on a day trip to Winnipeg, you go to the game, game's done at nine, get get to your vehicle, leave mm-hmm. the arena at 10, then you leave the city, takes another hour. Then you're on the highway at 11 for two hours. So you get home yeah. around 1, 1.30. I was tempted to go and <coughs> Paula said, we could have went, but that's those day trips are too long. And I don't want to stay in a hotel and waste money. I'd yeah. rather just drive home two hours than spend 150 bucks <laughs> for a hotel. But yeah. yeah, just getting at that age now where things are too late, man. I'd rather <laughs> go to bed at 10 o'clock than leave well, the city. Saturday's game was afternoon game. It would have been nice. Yeah. It's uh, because you could leave after the game, go go catch a quick dinner somewhere. Say, uh, I don't know, Popeyes or Popeyes or you know somewhere, and then you could be home by ten. When you do a a meal, when you go eat at a restaurant after a hockey game, is it just fast food or is it sit in and have I like, like a sit nice in. nice meal? First of all, I like to sit in and absorb everything, and 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 remember the whole game and talk about it and just kind of relax at Hooters. Yeah. If, if need be, do you remember like half the game or is it just the beers just take over and just black out? <laughs> I'm not at that stage at during the third period. No, no. I used well, to be one of those guys where teams or not. I used to be one of those guys where you go to a hockey game with buddies just to go get drunk and, get right scraby and hammered and not remember like the third period well depends if if i if i go with jeff hudson and uh, jay stevens and it's uh it's a mission <laughs> did you ever eat where uh where I, when you went to the hockey game with jay where he took me to go eat at the mts center that one burger place no i no we didn't i don't oh, think, no I we didn't totally forgot the taxi and Remind you to go eat at the oh, okay. burger place. Well, next time we will. What's your favorite arena food? If I, if you were gonna say I'm gonna go get a bite to eat during intermission, what's your uh, your go to meal? Rickard's Red. I mean, for food, man, not for booze. Oh, Rickard's Red. <laughs> Talk about food. <laughs> I don't need and when I watch hockey game. I don't. Oh. I, I might have some popcorn if that that's about it though. I won't I don't eat. I eat what? I eat I usually eat before or after a game. You gotta eat. Uh, yeah, I'm a, mostly a popcorn guy too, but Be- well, because if you eat, if you're you know, it's taking away your attention from the game and the ice. That's all. Well that's it's intermission, point. man. You always eat during no. intermission. Intermission, you have to wait for you have to wait and to go take a go to the bathroom with a hundred other hundred other different guys. Holy you man! So you like the intermission? No, you have to time it. How come you go to the bathroom with a hundred guys, man? What's up with that? Because there's a big lineup. <laughs> because there's like five. Because there's like five stalls in the bathroom, and you gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we just want to say a big. Uh, give a recognition to a shout out to Jed Blackwater 
former yes. guest of the show. He's uh, currently playing for Hellbronner Falcons in the German second league, and he's tearing it up. 43 points in mm-hmm. 41 games, 24 goals, 19 assists. It's way harder to score in Europe than it is in North America. Oh, Do you for think sure. it's is it because of the size of the ice or it's the size of the ice? There's a different. lot more skating and it's a way way more different game. Different game in Europe yeah. compared to North American game. Mm-hmm. That's good to see though. He just signed his two-year contract extension, so he'll be in Hailbronner for another two years. So that's awesome. That's good to see. Hopefully the uh win a league ever notice when they win a championship in european league hockey they all get like gold buckets yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool we should do that for like old timers old timers just get some spray paint spray paint our helmets or something (laughs) (laughs) it's really cheap but that's that's cool and we want to give another shout out to samuel assinaway from sucker creek first nation Mm -hmm. On Manitoulin Island, he uh, scored the game winner the other night against the Windsor Spitfires. He, I guess he was the eighth shooter on his team, got the tap from his coach, and he went, freaking scored a nice goal. Nice. And, uh, Flint Firebirds. So it's good to see a young kid like Samuel tearing it up in the yo. Good, good for him. Anything else you want to bring up? Anything else you want to say before we, jet? before we jettison, jettison for next week? Um, don't work three nights in a row. It's Twelve tough. hour shifts. Twelve hour shifts. It's hard, especially when you're by yourself. You just want to go to sleep afterwards. And when you're old, and when you're older in your mid forties, you just want to go to sleep around eight fifteen p.m. But you get up because you're dedicated to your friend with Trevor, and you make the big bucks. If I was making six figures like you, man, like, oh, six I'll do nights all, all the time, man. Sign oh, me up. <laughs> what? But also, it's also missing my, my training uh, regime for uh, Eveleth. Oh, yeah. Are you going skating tomorrow night, TNC? Oh, don't ask me now. I'll, I'll ask you tomorrow. I think I'm going to go skate. I think I got to get some skates in before a tournament. Yeah, that's true. So, I have a feeling we're going to be ice a lot in Avalith. <laughs> so my back's going to be sore from carrying you the whole game again? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Again? Again, yeah. Okay, three things you got to do before, your ga- before you go to a tournament. S- check your skates so that it yeah. won't break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're brand new, so they shouldn't break. Yeah, I think that's probably one, two, and three. Check your damn <laughs> skates, man. <laughs> Goes to a tournament Breaks both skates <laughs> in one play. <laughs> and yeah, one play. Jeez. Hmm. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. All right, guys. That was episode 33 of Res Three. Hockey. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in with us and hanging out with us for the for the last hour. For the 33rd so. time. Yeah. Hmm. Number 33, Patrick Waugh. Yep. Patrick, Patrick Waugh. Eric Roy. Coincidence? Yeah. I, think I think not, not. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time. To get out of here. Right. Bush is acting goofy. He's still yeah. go to bed I'm, now, Bush. I'm I'm probably going to bed in a little about 15 minutes. Have a quick bite and go to sleep. Are you gonna sleep for like 12 hours or just 
I'll probably sleep till I wake up, which will be about 6.30 or 7. When do you go back to work? Wednesday morning at 7. That's not bad. Lots of time to recuperate. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you again next week. Take care of each other. Love each other. And remember, if you're fucking sick, stay the fuck stay home. home. Seriously. This pandemic's I'm, not over yet, so no. we still got to be careful. And, and, and parents... Make sure your kid uses their own water bottle. Yes. Cannot stress this enough. Make the, if they don't have their own water bottle, don't drink from anybody else's water bottle. It's horribly sick. Wash your hands when you're at yep. the arena. Sanitize your hands. Mm-hmm. So we still have to be careful because this crazy COVID still with us. And yeah. So yeah, that's it, guys. Yeah. So well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. So we'll see you again. Peace.